Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and how dropping your completed Lego set is not destroying it, but instead returning it to factory settings. <laughs> My name is Michael Basinger. With me are Brad Polly, hey. Matt Polly. Hey there. Together we are the Inglorious Pastors. It's a it's a good piece of insight there, buddy. Yeah. Little little uh, Zen mm. info for you. Welcome to our Halloween, your mind. the Pastor's Halloween Spooktacular. Yeah, this is this is our Halloween episode. Um, boo. I uh, hope you're afraid. I am in a sky <laughs> Uh Matt's back. Hey, guys. From his... Uh, back. Back again. He had, uh, <laughs> had surgery. I did. Um, that's not the reason why you were gone, but it's the reason we're going to use this week. Um... So I had an idea. So you had to start, tell us about your surgery and, and, and what, what's going on with your surgery. I had surgery on my elbow for a pinched nerve. Hmm. The, uh, it was supposed to be cubital tunnel syndrome, which is the opposite of carpal tunnel syndrome. It's the opposite nerve. Gotcha. It's the <coughs> ulnar nerve, which is mean? the, runs along the inside of your arm. Were you just like jerking up, up jerking off upside yes, down? Yes, Michael. I was jerking for the thousandth time. Yes. I was <laughs> jerking down? off too much there. I said it. No. I, so here's my idea. Okay. So after you get healed, we need to go to the park, you and I, and whoever Brad can come to, and we I'm need, so scared. Right yeah, now. I am we too. need to find out if you can throw a football or a baseball very, very fast. Because I saw this in a movie once, <laughs> where this guy had a freak accident, and next thing you know, Was that little big league. Next thing you know, he can throw baseballs super fast. Was that what that was? Was that movie? I don't was know. It, there I feel, was that one. I feel like Dennis Quaid was in it. it no, <laughs> no. Yes, Dennis Quaid was in it, and so was the guy that you the said looked like the rookie. Uh, 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 what's yeah. that fucker? Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern. Yeah. <laughs> He's in that movie. Oh man, was yeah. it what? The kid plays for the Cubs, right? Are we thinking of the same movie? I think there's a baseball movie. Yeah, a couple baseball movies for sure. Is it? Little God, God damn it. little big league, I now. think is is soccer, isn't it? No, that's Bennett like Beckham. No, I think little. <laughs> <laughs> no, you dumb shit. It's Bennett like Beckham. <laughs> anyway, let's find out if you're okay. Gonna, yeah, let's do that. It was a pinch nerve, Michael. The nerve was twisted up. Is all know. it was. You could be a, a freak athlete. No. Oh no, little big leagues about the kid that becomes a twelve year old becomes the owner and manager of the Minnesota Twins. Doesn't have Tom Selleck in it. No, doesn't one of these no, goddamn movies. Mr. That's Mister Baseball. That's right. He plays in Japan. Uh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> what is favorite, that? favorite God, baseball movie? That's Major drive League. Me fucking cr- oh, oh Moneyball. Major League is so oh. good. Moneyball is pretty good. Moneyball is pretty good. Major League. You know, I've never seen Moneyball. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Major League is hard to beat. Just a little bit stuck in the middle. What is that movie called? God, it doesn't fucking matter. The rookie. We, the rookie yes. is the Dennis Quaid. No, that's the Dennis Quaid. But Dennis Quaid was in. I. All right. It's eight forty. Can we either either him or Kevin Costner was in it? It's got to be Kevin. That Costner. was Bull Durham. He's been in. Uh, he was, was a field of their own Bull too. Durham. No, that was Tim Robbins. It's too. not a field of their own. <laughs> no league of their own. No, what's the, what's the one? A league of dreams. A league of dreams and a field of their own. A field of their own. God damn it! What is that? The uh, what? What is the name of that movie? He was in the baseball one. Field of dreams. Field of dreams. Oh yeah, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. So. All right. I'm looking up baseball movies. This is going to drive so, me fucking. This crazy. is our Halloween episode. We're dropping it early. Merry Halloween. Indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, mainly because we want to go uh, trick or treat with our children. Yeah, about that. Hey, hey, wow.
what are you drinking? Hey, hey, I've been thinking that if we're gonna get through this, we're gonna need some fluid. So hey, hey, what are you drinking now? But oh, Paul. All right. I'm looking. I'm literally so, googling baseball movies of the '90s. Right that's now. great. So, uh, rookie of the year. That's Angel it. in the outfield. <laughs> rookie of the year. No, that that's had uh, that had uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd in it. Yeah. R- rookie of the Angels year. The uh, yeah, Henry Rowan Gartner. That was the kid. Based on a. Oh, but the, he, but who was who was the actor this. in that? Uh, Gary Busey was in it. Woo! <laughs> 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 He's not the Daniel one with the Stern. Fast. Yes, this is the one that has the fastball. This is yeah. rookie of the year. Okay. Yeah. Give him oh, a year. Yeah, I remember that yes. now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one as an adult, too. Uh, Dennis Quaid, not in this. Dennis Quaid was he in was the in rookie. The rookie. And that one and that is, was based on a true story. And he was throwing the ball at the speedometer in the on the road. <laughs> but this is the one where the kid has breaks his arm or whatever. This and when is, it heals, he can throw like 90-some miles an hour. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Rookie of the year, we got there. Are you guys yep. done? Yep, we got yep. there. Jesus. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. Come all right. On. All right. What are we drinking? Oh, so, what is so, this? so for the well for the interview yeah, we that had was awesome. um, from Against the Grain Brewery, which yeah, is in Louisville. Really good. They, Louisville. They make the uh, they make the brown note beer. I yeah, remember, which is not great. It's but. okay. Uh, this is called Stave It for Later. It's their barrel it. series. See what um, they did there. Yeah. yeah. It's my way or the way way. It's a Doppelbach with Umbrana wood, Did smoked you, malt, you aged in, in English. Yeah, smoked malt, aged in bourbon barrels. Yeah, good, it was man. delicious. I feel like it's... it would be better with snow on the ground. <laughs> I can I can get behind yeah. that. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> but it's uh, it, it was good. I tell you what, you wouldn't want more than about an eight ounce pour of that. No, man, it's, I, it's those heavy. are ones they probably get about six ounces in a yeah, it's, in a bar. It's pretty heavy, but it's so. it's very good. And then Michael, what'd you have? I also drank Taxman Berry Ratio. I've never had. Have you had it's this good. before? I don't think I. Have. I think it's good. Yeah, it's. I've uh, had the cher- they're about up with the uh, cherry deduction. That one's pretty awesome. Again, so yeah. And then what's what okay? Are we, what do we got now? So what is this? Okay, there's a musical cue to oh, it. Jesus Christ! Brass monkey. Yep. We're drinking a brass we're drinking brass monkey. monkeys. Oh, that's yeah, a great song. God, the Beastie Boys. <laughs> brass monkey, that funky monkey. Brass monkey junkie, that funky monkey. All right, Casey Ford um, was like, yeah. Turn it on. Anyway, God these are uh, these are actually brass monkeys. I looked it up. Um, brass monkey was actually a. Um, let's try it first of all. All right. Okay. Ooh, that's pretty good. Tastes like a dreamsicle. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm on board can, with that. You can drink those. Quick. It tastes oh. like a dreamsicle. Yeah, it's pretty it's, good. Uh, That'll be gone in ten minutes. Yeah. Five <laughs> ounce of orange juice, one ounce dark rum, one ounce uh, vodka. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Brass Monkey, what the Beastie Boys drank was actually a cocktail, pre-made cocktail. That they, it was actually, oh, okay. and it, it exploded in the '80s after this song came out. Oh well, there you go. Um, it's a grapefruit on here. No, it's a, it's, it's a, it's kind orange. of orange. Yeah, it's an orange. It's a different kind of orange though. Oh, but anyway, yeah, it's fancy. But they're real. I just thought we, I thought it'd be cool. We haven't done a cocktail in a long time. I thought it'd be fun to try them. Mm-hmm. So that's really to, good. I was listening yeah, to License to Ill today. 
Oh, I'm gonna be so. Wasted. I got a long drive tomorrow. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to uh, Paul's boutique. It's I the listened best to that Beastie yesterday. Boys album. Don't even fucking at me. Yeah, it's I the think best you're right. Beastie Boys album. My favorite is Intergalactic. Ugh. Intergalactic. <laughs> All right. Words What's next, Michael? That's the only word you know. <laughs> Let's move through this. We've got a huge interview. There you go. All right. All right. Uh, this round is on the Pastors Pub. If you like to buy us around, that's our team. All right. Head on over to patreon.com. Slash don't let the beat drop. <laughs> head on over. If you'd like to buy us around, a uh, go, go ahead and head on over to patreon.com slash pastors podcast. You'll get access to our spinoff podcasts. Access to the Pastors Pub. It's a closed Facebook group where we talk about life, spirituality, and everything else. Uh, we are starting a book group. Yes, we are. Um, and hopefully uh, the first episode will be this weekend. So Brad's not in, on board. When the fuck did that happen? Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's it's in planning. It's super well, secret. Thanks for the help. Are you in the hey, Pastors cool. Public Library? Yeah. Oh, well, I apparently missed that. I've yeah. been fucking working. Yeah. <laughs> so say we all. Well, so uh, say two of us. Yeah. <laughs> Matt's just home. My apologies for having surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had the, the Jeopardy queued up too. Things discussed in the in the vote in the in the in the blue. <laughs> Things discussed in the boys in the pub this week. <laughs> um early voting. Did yeah, it. So, do it. So yeah, I did it. I did yep. it. Do your part, guys. It was made a bunch of seventy year olds. You know mm-hmm. what? Well, they're not voting Democrats, so get Mm-mm. the fuck out the door and vote. Also discussed in the pub, the MAGA bomber. Why? Because they're fucking. They've been enabled by a racist cunt in the White House. That's why. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Full stop. End of story. Yep. They've been given license. They've to do been whatever given they license want. to do whatever they want. And yep. then the Pittsburgh shooting as well. Same thing. Wouldn't surprise me if either of those motherfuckers got pardoned. I mean, they're Jesus. just. It's just. Ugh. We're fucked. Anyway. Uh, also discussed in the pub this week. Uh, trying to get conquer the Pacific to cover. Saddle up your horses. <laughs> I don't know what they're. I don't know what the hesitation is. Do I, it. I don't like get it. I feel like they're trying to say they're too good for it or something. No, they really need to do it. Yeah, Victor- I mean, Tron. you'll do twenty-one pilots, but not Victor- Curtis Vic- Chapman. Victoratron, get on it. <laughs> do it. Uh, she just, They need to do it. Just send it to us as a special music, and we'll play. Yes. It. You can have to join Patreon to listen to it. Yeah, there do you it. go. We'll, 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 yeah, do it. Uh, also in the in the pub, Lucas Allen covering in excess. So, yeah, yeah, it was on good. banjo. Yep. So that's thing. No fantasy football update this week because uh, it's not a week's not over. So yeah, I lost again. Oh well. I won, I am four of my last five, and I scored 140 points this week. Nice. So I am. My team is locked in right now. I took Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson out, and scored he scored 37. 37 points. Yep, I did the same. I would have won God my match. <laughs> yep. Uh, All right. Well. I'm currently up by 80 points. Jesus. Yeah, you're not losing. Fat bastards. What is this? I didn't even know we had anything. Yeah, we had fat bastards. Uh, so my neighbor um, oh, makes, my his, neighbor. Very scared right makes his own deer jerky. Oh, okay. This is like legit legit like he, he killed it, it killed yeah. it last weekend and made jerky face. out of it today. Right. Did so. he clean it in your in It's your... spicy jerky in his garage, yes. Garage? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'll give that four out of five cloven hooves. I'll give that. F- I'm That's giving good. that f- five Bambi's moms. Yeah. Good. Man, that is really yeah. good. I'm giving it five too. That's mm-hmm. really good. Man, it's got a really good heat to it too. 
Yep. Like just a little bit. Mm. Yep. God yeah, damn, nice. that's awesome. Good God, flavor. That's really good. Yeah, thanks, Tyson. I know you're not <laughs> listening, but thank damn, you. Damn, that's nice. My neighbors are awesome. That is really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. not neck tattoo neighbor, is it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> neck tattoo doesn't. doesn't. Um, this is the neighbor I'm, I'm teaching to like bourbon. He's great. Yeah, he's awesome. So Man, that's that is delicious. That's really good. I could yeah. eat a lot of mm-hmm. that. You're not going to. That baggie's going to be to work that's tomorrow. Really It'll be gone it. tomorrow <laughs> by 11. Yeah, yeah probably. And that will be shitting in a ditch again. That's, that's, it, that's right. better than anything you buy mm-hmm. in the store. By far. Period. Yep. Wow, that's great. That's good. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm giving five. That's, yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's nice. So thanks for that, man. Yeah, man. Go out and buy it. Nope, you can't. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Go, you got to shoot your own deer Go in shoot the face. your own goddamn deer. You got to know somebody. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Lock up your fears, dry all your tears, refill your fears. We're headed definitely into the newsfeed. Well, I hear it now. Man, we're plowing through this. We're not fucking around. Well, we've got a, like an hour and a half long interview. So Hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> That's fine. Can I have another piece of that jerky? No. Really? God damn it. He's no. probably got 900 pounds of it over but there. But he only gave me a little baggie of it. God, here. It's really good. Michael, do you want some too? Yeah, trade him for <laughs> bourbon. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we're recording. They're stealing my jerky. Yeah. You no, you're no, fine, fine, Beth. What do you need? Do you want some jerky? It's awesome. Beth liked it. Very good. All right, new stories. What do you got? Go ahead. I'm chewing. So am I. All right. <laughs> um... All right, I go. Okay, go ahead. Um, scientists processed 109 hours of oral sex to develop an AI that sucks dick. <laughs> How's that for a headline? <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> the Matbot 3000. <laughs> the Matbot 3000. Are you freaking kidding me? No, what's going to hurt the most is when this thing goes into power suck mode and you're just freaking raw. It just gets locked <laughs> off. You are just done. All right. The, it's Mega Maid, sir. She's gone from suck to blow. The auto blow AI. <laughs> yep. A sex toy made for penis possessing individuals consists of a rubbery sleeve and a motor housed inside a canister that aims to simulate oral sex. It launched its Indiegogo campaign last week and quickly hit its goal of $50,000. <laughs> we need $50 million. It's, it's biggest advertised advantage over the original model from 2014, the Auto Blow 2. That's, we have that story. I did, did that story. Okay, well, yeah. this is the, the new and improved souped Auto up. Blow, the souped up Auto Blow. This is the Bentley of dick sucking machine this is iox 69 yeah man (laughs) is a machine (laughs) hold on no no no. this this has a machine learning algorithm that quote continually changes technique in order to pleasure the user in new and exciting ways wait that doesn't sound safe wait yep so does everybody realize like computer chips go bad i know I fix enough like 
boards and computer boards on espresso yeah. machines. When that goes bad, your coffee shit. Uh-huh. When this goes bad, you lose your cock inside a fucking machine. <laughs> I'm telling you, when this thing goes haywire, you're not going to have any skin left on your dick. So, what, what were those things called? Just peels like <laughs> the, a fucking nothing. orange. Just yeah. Yes. Just peels it right yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What was those things called that you put your fingers in and you yeah, pulled out? Yeah. Finger trap. Yeah, that's what this is. So here's here's, here's kind of what it does. Oh, let oh, me see. I need oh, to see video. My God. <laughs> oh wow. It literally, it literally looks like it's, it's a hydraulic. I'm press. very excited. Right it is now. a hydraulic press where you stick your dick in it and it rubs up and down. It, that is that the, can't be safe. It looks, it looks like 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 a, something for a car. It looks engine. like a motor piston. Is exactly what it looks like. Except your dick is the piston. They like can't it, make it look like a mouth or anything. I know, right? <laughs> Give me some, or this or a fake ass or something. <laughs> Well, if you get your ass, if you get an ass to do that, then she's talented. That's what that means. You marry that shit, all right? You marry that shit on the spot. Well, well, I'm getting out of here. Wow. Wow. If you love it, put a ring on it, gentlemen. Whoa. Um... Instead of repetitive mechanical motions, this AI mode promises to replicate the nuanced and unpredictable motions of a real human blowjob. Wow. In order to do this, the company asked a team of six people to watch it annotate 109 hours of porn (laughs) and hired machine learning engineers to create a model to take all that data and translate it into what the toy does. The process took three years. So this thing ain't fucking around. That's a lot of porn to watch. Actually, it is fucking around. Man. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. So oh, there's ahead, more Dave. to the article. I just, yeah, man. I well, you know, if you use one of those, you wouldn't have to surgery on your elbow. That's true. Yeah. Boy, hopefully, it's got. Hopefully, it comes apart easily for cleaning. Because <laughs> if this thing's as good as it says it is, you're gonna blow a hole in the bottom of it. <laughs> Ta-da. Giggity, giggity. Giggity, giggity. <laughs> Baby, please. I am not from Havana. Okay. Well, all right, Matt, what do you got? I'm afraid I just blew myself. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, I was going to do a good story, mm. but since you did that one, um, from WWAY3 News, uh, wherever. Police. Where news is only natural. <laughs> Police, naked woman tries to bite off man's genitals. Oh, well. So speaking of blowjobs, blowjobs gone bad. Speaking of blowjobs gone wrong. Uh, from Hanahan, South Carolina. Hanahan? Mm-hmm. Is that like the spinoff from, uh, what, what was it, Woman? Uh, you lost it. Girls gone bad? <laughs> the girls with low self-esteem. <laughs> go, go ahead. <laughs> Police in South Carolina say a naked woman tried to bite off a man's genitals. And then rushed on all fours at responding officers who shocked her with a stun gun. That's, boy, that's such a great this, sentence. It's a great sentence. There's a lot to unpack there. So police say a naked woman tried to bite him off man's genitals and rushed on all fours. And they tased the shit out of her. Wait, so reports that a man called police for help. <laughs> 
Saying the woman tried to bite off his penis during sex with There's, him. <laughs> during sex with him and another man Monday night. There's a oh. 110% chance this chick was on bath salts. Hanahan Police Chief Dennis Turner says officers shocked the bloody woman with a stun gun, then used an overdose fighting drug to revive her. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> they fucking killed her. She was oh, they so killed her? <laughs> she they had to revive her. Officers were told <laughs> literally tased her to death. Officers Is it revived now? her back to life. Officers were told she was high on heroin and methamphetamine. Wow. Oh. That'll do it. I'm sorry, but if you've gotten to the point where you're trying to get a blowjob from someone that's on meth, you deserve to get your dick chewed off. <laughs> sorry. You've made some really bad life decisions. Yeah, that's not consent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you got to wonder what leads you to that point. Like, there had to be, like, a steady decline into that. Man. Anyway, this sentence is great. This is the, the, police, or the police chief. Honestly, it's one of the most disturbing videos, body cam videos I've seen in my career. <laughs> It honestly reminded, reminded me of something you would see off a horror movie. <laughs> I wish they, they got a release video of her tasting the, of them tasting the shit out of her. I just want to see her running on all fours. <laughs> wow. Boy. You, this was Martinsville? Did you say yeah, this was in Martinsville? Freaking South Carolina. That's close enough. Wow. Boy, oh, that's man. a that's a hell of a story. He got anywhere that jerky, brother? Yes. Hey, brother. Do you want some more, too? I've got two, no, I'm, three I'm, pieces left, Michael. You, you, I'll, I'll let you save some for your ride. There's well, no reason to now. Gonna I'm going to have one piece left. You want this piece of jerky? No, you can have it. I'm, I'm, willing, get, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting ready to, to read, right. read, so I can't chew and read You'll at the same time. More. Unlike Brad. <clears throat> All right. Uh, product update. <laughs> Feed your family this Christmas tinner uh, in a can. Uh, it's the worst holiday ever. So it's a. Can you see that picture, Brad? <laughs> it's a it's a layered can. Oh, and what, Jesus! It's a can of, that you open up. It's like cranberries, kind of. But you, Help me, like, Jesus! <laughs> Help me, Jewish God! Help me, Allah! Ah! You know how in a cran in a cranberry. Uh, this is a visual piece, so I apologize. <laughs> So, you know how in the cranberry can you flip it over and it just stays? Put. Yeah, yeah. That, this is the meal version boy, of that. Boy, that is nasty. So, they're different fuck. layers of food. Um, and it, it's got uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner on there. So, mm, nope. Um, Man, that's nasty. Mm-hmm. So it, that being said, how much is that? And can we get so, some for fat bastards? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So obviously it starts with a scrambled egg and bacon layer. Ooh. It sits on top, followed Ooh. by two mince meat pies, oh. turkey and potatoes, <laughs> gravy, a bread slice, cranberry sauce, Brussels sprouts or broccoli with stuffing. One or the other. Who knows? Um, Does it matter at that point? Like when you're in that layer? Like when you get to that layer. When you're down to like the seventh layer. Here's the thing. You eat this, you are drunk as fuck. Roast carrots. Mother of God. Roast carrots and parsnips, and you finish it with Christmas pudding. Okay. (laughs) Can we order this online? Uh, I need to find out. Because we can totally do this. I'll try it. That's an abomination under the Lord. That thing is nasty. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Are you ordering it? I'm looking for it right now. <laughs> I'm looking to see if we can purchase this somehow. That's crazy. I'll look it, it up later. Let me look yeah. at it later. There yeah. it is. Okay, so we're going to try to order some of this yeah. for Fat Pastards. Who, who makes it? Um, It just says game. Game Christmas dinner. Oh, all right. Well, okay. All right. 
Um, bad news for vegans. So especially if you're in Australia, um, vegans are very upset to learn that Australian money is made of animal fat, made using animal fat. Send it all to me then. Really? Yep. Online video reveals a shock ingredient to the banknote currency. Like, why the fuck of twenty three animal countries. fat in money? They contain tallow, a hard fatty substance made of rendered animal fat. Uh, Australia, Canada, the UK, Malaysia, and Singapore are among the countries that use this this ingredient. Um, yeah. So, bad news. All right, I have one more. Maybe one more. <sighs> Whatever. God damn it. <laughs> I didn't get. I think quite. Didn't quite get enough off that one. Uh, <laughs> so Disney workers are wanting you to stop spreading the ashes of your loved ones at their workplace. Yeah, I know that happens. Oh, I've heard about this. Yep. Yeah. So I thought it was an urban legend for years, but uh, it's not. No. People regularly spread their ashes of their loved ones in Disneyland and in Disney World. <clears throat> um, you know, somebody said, I had two fistfuls of ashes and I literally left like I was a dancer. So it's a Florida, Florida woman. Uh, who sprinkled her mother's ashes outside Cinderella's castle and on It's a Small World in Disney in 2009. She has a, a photo to prove it as well. Um, anyone who knew my mother uh, knew that Disney was her happy place. Uh, Disney doesn't want you to do this. Yeah. So go ahead and stop doing that. The people aren't going to. I know, but come on. How do you I, police that? I mean, yeah, I know. I mean, you have to literally <clears throat> see somebody do it. You can be pretty covert. Um, so <laughs> magic mountain, <laughs> they have, they have a, a loud, just a dude it. from Lebowski. Yeah. They have a special oh, shit. code, Sorry, dude, have a special code in Disney called the HEPA cleanup. Um, God and they have to bring weird. in a special vacuum to collect the ultra fine remains. Ooh. So, yep. So, uh, so that, so they, um, you can't just put it in a bush or something like, like where are people putting this? Um, on rides, like in, it's a small world, right outside okay, Cinderella's see, that's castle. Weird. Like you know? if you're gonna do it, put it in some mulch or something. I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ! At least have some goddamn coos. yeah, <laughs> or scatter in the fucking ocean like everybody else does. Just throw it in ocean. <laughs> mom, mom, mom wants to be scattered at their church. You know, in we're the doing f- that right at some point. <laughs> We're reenacting Lebowski, you know yeah, that, right? Okay. Can I bring the fan? We're going to catch gonna, the wind I'm just gonna right. I'm going to blow the ash all over I'm Dad. I'm going to bring a fan. I'm going to blow it all over Dad. And <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry, dude. Oh, shit. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Goddamn wind. Um, so, um, yeah. So, ashes are discovered and vacuumed away under the guise of technical difficulties in cases where it requires ride closures. Uh, custodians admit some ashes likely slipped through the cracks. Uh, indeed, Disney's 49-year-old haunted mansion could really have ghosts. Hey, bartender, my glass is empty. I want to know. Can you, can you want another one, too? Probably so much human ashes. Hit me up. That's not even funny. So. Those are fucking delicious. I told you they would be. Hit me up. Do you want another brass monkey? Uh, if I have another one, I will not be able to drive home. He's had two beers, bit. though. That's yeah. a good point. All right. I've had so when beer. we pause, I'm going to make a couple more brass monkeys. Right. Okay. So, um... Yeah, we're gonna. That was very. We we breezed right. Yeah, we that. did. We yeah. did. That's good because so, everybody hates that section anyway. <laughs> the newsfeed. That's the shit everybody skips anyway. No, people skip the other shit. The the other. That's shit. the shit where we have to be funnier. Yeah. 
I don't know. We should write our own. We should write more material, Michael. Yeah. Hey, hey. I'm, I'm letting that die. I'm burying that hatchet. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna go uh, further out, further in with Jess uh, Duncan and Jason Duncan. Of Her? This is a fun yep. freaking interview. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It's... So I apologize. No, I'm, actually, I don't apologize. Get over it. Fucking get over it. This is not a like. This is a fun. Interview. Yeah, it's fun. It was. A we're blast. talking about we had a great time and shit. Yeah. So and the stories are fucking nuts, man. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yep. Get, crazy, crazy, crazy. So, um, yeah, further up, further yeah, in. Get into it. Into the, the, the ghost stories. So, here yep. we go. Further up, 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 Jess and Jason Duncan. Jess and Jason Duncan are a singer-songwriter <laughs> duo out of Flint, Michigan. Their debut album is called We Just Want Clean Water. <laughs> wow. You're a terrible human being. God, you're terrible. Oh. Uh, so Jess and, and Jason Duncan are here with with us. Congrats. You got that right that time. I did Good say job. it right. It only took three times. Um, the, the other time, it was deleted. I deleted it, so... <laughs> hey guys how's it going good so jess is the co-host of outside the walls podcast there we go and then with jess duncan yes with jess duncan. <laughs> glad they finally fixed that gosh come on brandon um and then jason is the co-host of not your pastor's podcast never heard of him <clears throat> who yeah, you know what? I heard you a couple episodes ago refer to us as the poor man's pastors. No, it was not yours. That, okay, real talk. That wasn't that wasn't in reference to you. I'll tell you after the fact who it was. But okay, it's, wait, that, I was wasn't. It? I didn't remember that conversation. I, I wasn't said here. in reference to Brandon going on other podcasts. Oh, it wasn't yours. Was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now yours. I know who you were talking about. I had about. somebody in mind, yes. and it was not you. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, I heard that. I was like, well, fitting, asshole. <laughs> Yes, it was not not your pastors. It was, it was Jake, and we would never do that to you. <laughs> Jake, that's like an Amish name, old Jake, down there, Jake and Yoder. Um, so I also have on my notes for for your intro, which I've totally botched at this point. Um, that you have both been told on multiple occasions that you're going to hell. Um, Same, and we hope to confirm that tonight. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> This will do nothing for your reputation. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, that's never fun, like, to be called a heretic. I know, like, we like we joke about it, but, man, that still hurts. <laughs> it, it, gets, it gets easier with time, I'll just yeah. tell you. It's, it's all about the repetition. I now really. get people, yeah. if people call me that now, I just laugh. Yeah, like, eh, that's fair. All right. All right. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Whatever you think. Um, yeah, I think I'm more okay with it now. So. I didn't used to be yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, it definitely used to piss me off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we my. Uh, uh, I think we've talked about my fallen angel. <laughs> I think I talked about it on your podcast. Uh, my, my fallen angel. Yeah, I think uh, you did. Actually. Relative, he's a fallen angel. Um, oh yeah, 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 I've heard about this. And uh, they they condemned us, our church to hell. Yeah, back in the day. So. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah, see, there's some things that don't bother me, and there's other things that do. Like, I mean, Jess and I, from from our position, especially, well, Jess can speak to it more than I can, but we lost our entire church family. For me, it was church family of 10 years, and mm-hmm. for Jess, it was people from her whole life. So Yeah, and that's rough. That is for rough. Sure. Yeah. Jeez. Maybe one day you'll be hard, bitter, and crusted like we are, and it won't bother you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's this we shit? <laughs> I'm actually fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine. Leave me alone. Uh, so tonight we are not talking about those things. We're not nope. talking about the 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 hard knocks of being a, a Christian. Wait, you guys were in your marital bed earlier, and we had a bad connection when you were. What? Where are you now? Did you move to the grind room? <laughs> Is that where we're interviewing you from? Uh, we're we're in the living room. Come so, to you so, live. So, so the, the grind. Room. So the grind room. <laughs> They're on, it. Well, they're on the le- house yes. room they're on the leather ponies. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. So, <laughs> can, can you guys tell our audience um, a little bit about yourselves before we we dive? Well, uh, I think you did a fantastic job of that, well, Michael. Yeah. You called him the wrong name, and, and uh, I called him heretic. Called him and... heretic. Yeah. So <laughs> I think we There's nothing it. more you need to know. Pretty much sums it up. Jake and the heretic. Yeah. <laughs> Jess and Jakin. <laughs> oh gosh. So, well, tell us about yourselves. I, I'm Jess, and um, I hate doing the like intros because <laughs> I don't feel like I'm very interesting at all. What you do? Like, I grew you're up in, in roller derby. That's what? pretty interesting. Yeah, I I play roller derby. I've been playing roller derby for eight years. We just had my entire team at our house last night because the rink we practice at kicked us out for the night. And so you practice so in the cool. living room? No, we had our our coach is insane, and he made us talk strategy for two hours. So oh, that was yeah. fun. Okay, so what you're going to do is you're going to skate in a circle and beat the shit out of each other. Oh, okay, cool. Good strategy, coach. I'm sure there's more yeah. strategy than that, Brad. I don't, I don't get it, man. I've tried watching. I'm like, what the hell's going on? It just looks like they're beating like, the shit out of each so other. So the thing is, it's like there's so many rules, but it's so chaotic. It looks like there's no rules, but there's a ton of rules. Huh. Yeah. All I, right. I, there was a, um, a documentary television show a while back. I'm sure you probably know what I'm talking about. Maybe not, but it was on some some <laughs> random station. But it was really fascinating. It was at Austin, I believe. About oh Roller yeah, Derby well, well, Roller Derby originated in Texas. Okay, oh, so. that makes Derby. sense. That makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. So, wait, so I play Roller Derby. I play yeah. cello. I go to church where people tell me I'm going to hell all the time, and that's pretty much it. Your current church tells you you're going to hell. Um, I, yeah, a couple times, oh, mostly geez. because I'm it's, it's individual, it's individuals. So. It's mostly because I hate Trump and, um, uh, I'm pretty vocal about that. And what's wrong with Trump? So, well, you know, whoa, 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 wait a second. <laughs> Did you say you don't like Trump? You, you don't like Trump? <laughs> Donald Trump? Yeah. Well, there's, you know, there's people who equate not being a Republican to also not being a Christian. Sure. So. Yeah. Science checks out on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen the Pew research. Well, I'm sorry about those people. Fuck them. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. And, um, let me, you let know, me give them a go. A hearty, Brandon. For, just for <laughs> you, just for you, I'll give them a hearty go fuck yourself. There, that's from, <laughs> that'll be from me. Uh, when they hear this, they're definitely going to call you a heretic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason, 
Any, yes, any sir. fun facts about who the hell you think you are? Um, you know, no, not really. I mean, I grew up in a small town. Uh, pastor, probably about the time my kids were born, because I don't, I don't know why. And I said, "Fuck no, I'm not being a pastor's wife." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I, I, for the most part, I've listened to uh, the Lord's calling. And the Holy Spirit through Jess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I just want, like, I just want to say, like, like if you if you're a male and you have the calling to be a pastor and your spouse isn't on board with it, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. that's a disaster. My wife I, I see, hated being a pastor's wife. Hated it. So yeah, I get yeah, that. Yeah, I see so many people forced into that role, and it just it crumbles marriages. So yep, yep it does. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So I I tooled around in some kind of homemade seminaries by our church and did a lot of parachurch work and honestly very vanilla. It was probably about the time that I started uh, preaching in drug recovery homes that I quickly realized that real church isn't in the pews. <laughs> it's it's yeah. other places. Would you say it's, uh, you know, outside the walls? <laughs> you're done, you're done uh, yeah. using that for now. All right. You've used it twice. You're done Sorry. using it for now. I had to. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. So you are here to tell us ghost stories. Yes. This is the moment we've all been waiting for no i'd like you one record and say this is the dumbest thing we've started doing <laughs> it's the greatest i remember i remember, oh, I remember last, everybody loved it last I, year. I know but i remember it last year i can't stop thinking about that story it, and we're going to do it again this year and probably do it again next year and it's a new tradition it's great tradition so why do you, why, so why do you think it's stupid though i can't i don't do ghost stories i don't do scary movies i don't scared? do horror i don't do horror scared? oh okay because i just think it's stupid I, I sleep with my bedroom door locked when nobody's home. <laughs> Not even joking. No, ghosts like, can um, come through I doors, don't know right? if I believe in ghosts. I have some weird <laughs> like things that happen, but um, yeah, when Jason, he's like, we went, I met him out for lunch a couple, like last week or whatever. And he told me, oh, I talked to Michael and he said, you can be on the the podcast i was like why <laughs> so, so i'm not even really sure why i'm here yeah i have the but, same thought um, every week why am i here <laughs> brad you but can be on the I podcast was like, too i was like okay i don't know i'm here for i'm this. kind of a skeptic so but. so we took yeah, scary stories we took an unscientific poll in the pub today no it's very um, scientific can we can we talk about matt thinking he can lock out ghosts <laughs> I don't think it's just ghosts, serial killers. It's really anybody in general that can. You realize that door is so thin, like you could poke a finger through it. At least I can hear them coming. Like. You can't hear a ghost. No, no, no. Before they they hack, the serial killer killer hacks it down with with an axe. Like, it's just a thing, all right? Just leave me alone. Let me lock my goddamn door at night. No. Do you have a dog? No. A dog's the only way you can protect yourself from ghosts. I don't have a problem when Beth is home. It's when Beth is gone that I have a problem. 
<laughs> the big, strong, tough protector I, that Beth is. I she beat the hell out of me. I'm not going to mess with her. I do sometimes hear like noises whenever I'm home alone. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. Sarah and the kids aren't there. And I'll get up in like my underwear and get like a <laughs> peek out the windows. Glenn Ferret is you live so far out, if somebody killed you, no one would know for That's three true. days. That's true. That's so, true. Until it started staking up the place. If I hear something out my window, there is literally something outside my window. It's, yeah. it's just there. Yeah. Anyway, so we took a poll in the pub just to see what kind of like our listener base, like what they believe about ghosts. So the question was, um, uh, do you believe in ghosts? No, are, are ghosts real? And almost two thirds said, yes, they are real. So. Yeah. Well, after your story last year, I'm kind of in that category. I, yeah, it's crazy. So. Yeah, your story was insane. I just want to say I'm so proud to be on your podcast. You've had <laughs> such great guests on, and then you got this shit show. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's every week, week an author, show. writer for the New York Times and the Atlantic. This week, this. We're going to yeah, talk about yeah. ghost stories. Jason in the haunted house he grew up in. Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's 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 jump in. Give us, give us the goods. I don't know where to go from here. You just tell us a nice story. Yeah. Yeah. So my dad w- was a pastor. So I'm former pastor's kid. And um, my dad left a very successful church uh, pastoral job in Kentucky. And he moved up here to Montrose, Michigan to start a church plant. So Clio First Baptist Church wanted to plant a church um, over in Montrose. They had a couple of seed families and hired my dad. Wait, I didn't even know that part of the story. You didn't know that? So they wanted, Clio is like two miles from Montrose. They wanted to plant a church in. Yeah, they planted a church six miles away. (laughs) That sounds about right. Okay, go on. I didn't know that. Those heathens over there, they need the Lord. That's right. Yeah. Okay, over in Montrose. Well, some people call it Mount Rose. So Mount, Mount Rose. Yeah. Well, I, they call it Mount Rose because it's surra- surrounded by landfills. There's there's four landfills. It's actually where Canada comes and dumps all their trash. Oh. So people are scared of Flint, right? Because of crime or whatever. I'm terrified of Mount <laughs> Montrose because it's full of like fucking redneck hillbillies. I think I think like, they are more scary to me than like. The drugs or whatever in Flint, like whatever. I the think Canada's dumb. Michigan, Michigan's got a new catchphrase. Instead of pure Michigan, it's where Canada dumps all their trash. <laughs> <laughs> we're Canada's landfill. That's so great. Canada's landfill. Oh. <laughs> uh, Man, I want to say I don't disagree with Jess, but I think the biggest fight we had in high school growing up was the insult was, your John Deere tractor is blue. And it started a lunchroom brawl. It was insane. At my high so, school, once a year, they had uh, all the rednecks day. drove their tractors to, to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nice. Yep. Really, really fun. And one day, somebody parked in this guy's spot, so he took his tractor, hooked it up to this guy's truck, and drug his ass out of that parking spot <laughs> and took it. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was my high school. Really, we really cosmopolitan. <laughs> We're just summing up the Midwest right yeah, now. Pretty, pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah. <laughs> and also, my dad moved up here to be the pastor of this church plant and immediately became unpopular because, go figure, there was already another Baptist church in town. 
And so my dad um, started building the ministry, reaching out to primarily people in trailer parks and poor people, which was highly frowned upon by the Southern Baptist Convention because you can't build a successful church from poor people. They don't have any money. Yes. Um, so needless to say, we met a lot of interesting people. And in 1985, my mom and dad, um, the church was growing like crazy. It started with a few families, and now it was well over 300. So you imagine a 300-person church in a small town, and you're being talked about. Yeah. And so my dad um, and my mom bought a house because they kind of figured this thing was going to be somewhat permanent. And um, this um, mother and daughter that were um, actually the my mom became good friends with them. But the daughter, she was in her 40s, the mother in her 60s. And the mom took care of the daughter. She had been in a car accident when she was in her teens and was paralyzed from the waist down. And she comes to my dad one Sunday after she found out what house my parents were moving into and immediately started in on my dad saying that the house was cursed, don't move in there, and, which was already too late. And she instructed my parents. <laughs> Could have done with this information like a week ago, a few weeks ago. Yeah, she, yeah. she, instru- she instructed my parents to, to sprinkle salt all the way around the house and uh, hold you know some prayer meetings. And huh. my dad was take, just kind of take care of your slug problem right there. Slugs and snails, <laughs> <are thinking laughs> slug, slugs and demons, actually. <laughs> I think salt yeah. is a demon repellent, maybe. Yeah, apparently, yeah. So I mean, this house wasn't very old, but she had said that the two couples who had been there previously had been divorced, and so divorce was like, you know, the nightmare plague of the eighties. Oh, <laughs> it's divorce, for sure like the haunted the divorce demon. Yeah. 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 This was a divorce team. And so my dad just kind of like, you know, shrugs it off, whatever. Move into the house. And I mean, my dad was building a ministry. He's a new pastor in a new town and constantly inviting new people over all the time. Um, ironically, about five years later. Oh, you cut out. Oh, no. Oh, I said five years Oh, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay, yeah. All right, we're back? Yes, yep. we're back. Okay, so five years later, my parents do end up getting a divorce. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't pin any of that on the house. I mean, they had their their own <laughs> issues well before they moved up to Michigan. <laughs> oh, uh, man. We're going to blame, we're gonna blame it on the house. Let's blame it on the What's demons. That? We're blaming it on the divorce demon in the yeah, house. It was... It was a divorce demon for sure. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, even though, like, my dad was building his church. I mean, we had people over all the time. There was, you know, people got married in this house. And uh, it just seemed like every night there was somebody over, another couple, another, you know, handful of people. And um, it's just a small little ranch, 900-square-foot ranch house that um, – Little brick house, dining room down the hall. You know, there's three bedrooms. The one car garage had been converted into a family room, and it was open and had this big like bar. My dad had gotten the old carpet from the bowling alley, and that was our living room carpet. Nice. <laughs> I mean, God, you spray that classy. off first. <laughs> yeah. Well, my dad said he he was making about a hundred bucks a week with okay. a church of three hundred wow. people. So. 
we, yeah, we didn't have a, I mean, this is the, I don't even know how they got this house, but maybe that's, maybe that's part of the curse, I guess. I don't know. It, it's classic, like great location, middle of town, walk to everything, dirt cheap. Why not? You know? Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell uh, you why not. <laughs> so, I mean, every night it sounded like, like people were over just getting introduced to my, my parents and stuff, you know, and every night as a little kid, as a toddler, I'd go to bed and, you know, you, you just lay down for bed and you hear mom and dad and plenteous couple in the kitchen, smoking cigarettes, playing cards, um, you know, you hear stuff moving around in the kitchen. You hear people walking up and down the hall, going to the bathroom. And, um, you know, people were always over. So I didn't think anything else of it. But it wasn't until I got older when I realized that people weren't always over. And those, those noises were just happening anyway. <laughs> oh, no. Well. Man. And so, so the divorce I mean, demon is a loud demon. That's what we're... Well, yeah. With, so, a weak, with a weak bladder, apparently. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yes, definitely a weak bladder. Uh, and so my parents get divorced. My mom has a new boyfriend. He's over. Again, new people. You know, former church members are coming over to collect gossip. And, I mean, 300-person church in a small town. People are talking, you know. Yeah. Um, and... Eventually, she meets another guy and remarries. And again, he's got a big family, lots of kids, and just people over all the time. Um, it wasn't until I was about nine or ten years old, or right in that age, where I'd get up because you know little kids you have trouble falling asleep, and so I'd get up to go talk to my mom or someone, you know, get a drink of water, and I'd walk out into the kitchen and realize that nobody was out there. I mean, nothing. I mean, you could still smell coffee and smell cigarettes, but, but it, I mean, it was obviously clear that nobody was there. I mean, it'd so be, you could, it'd be you like could smell the cigarettes, even though nobody smoked in the house. Yeah. Well, I've, I'm pretty sure my parents smoked. I mean, they Baptist smoked, so, you know, they didn't tell <laughs> us about it. But. They smoked you sure, outside. You sure this wasn't the bowling alley carpet? <laughs> <laughs> good, good event. No, I mean... I mean, you're you're a room over, and you can hear all the stuff going on. You can hear people walking up and down the hall, you know, to get to the bathroom, but which like, was right across the, the hall from my bedroom. So there's like a different smell, like a cigarette burning smells yes. different right. than yeah, absolutely. what's sat. So yeah. like, I'm a total, like, I didn't really believe in any of this um, until I was in the house, but you would smell as if somebody was smoking right next right to you or in the room over. So it wasn't like the, the uh, stale cigarette smell. It was as if somebody was smoking. It Jeez. was bizarre, like crazy. Yeah. So there was a time in there where my mom, she hadn't remarried yet. Um, so for a, sh- a short time, it was just my mom who worked at a hospital and she was up really early Um for her shift and she was out the door before I even woke up. And so my sister, she's six years older than me and she, her school started before mine did and she would get ready and then wake my brother and I up and then we'd, we'd get ready for school. And there's, there was one morning where I woke up 
I'm about nine or 10 years old. And I immediately knew somebody was in the room with me. And it's just, yeah, it's just like all the hair stands up on the back of your neck. And and the only way I can describe it is the air was just really thick, like kind of hard to breathe. Yeah. And I'm terrified as a little kid. And I finally get the courage to, because I'm face down, I finally get the courage to like roll over and see who's in the room with me. And as I'm rolling over, I catch out of the corner of my eye a black shadow, which nope. is probably five, six feet tall. Nope, nope, and nope. It, it flies out of the room. Nope. Like, <laughs> and, and I had a, an empty cup of water on my bedroom floor, and I looked down, and the cup of water is spinning on edge because <sighs> somebody had just ran by it. And it also bumped my clock radio on the way out the hall. Out of the way out out of the room and into the hall. All right, and I have full body chills right now. So the demon is it smokes. So that's <laughs> or it smells like the depths of hell. And it's and it's super clumsy. This yeah. is the demon we're dealing with. Well, I don't know if it's just like a gust of air, you know, as it was moving out, but I mean something was in that room with me. Bro. That's and fucked. I I get out of the room and uh go into the hallway and my sister is in the bathroom right across the hall. And I'm terrified. I was like, did you hear anyone see anything come out of my room, anything at all? And she was, I mean, she was getting ready for school and she's like, no, nothing. I was like, you're joking. Were you in my room? And she's like, no, I wasn't. And then her and I walked back into my bedroom and my clock radio, which was tuned to a radio station to wake up to, was now tuned to a different station that was just playing static. Oh, I say, please tell me it's Highway to Hell by ACDC. Oh, oh. Highway to Hell. Or Hell's Bells. You just hear the <laughs> when you wake up. <laughs> so, I mean, growing up with all that noise in the kitchen all the time and, and footsteps up and down the hall, we, I honestly didn't really think that much of it until – we started doing more and more sleepovers and having other kids come over. And it was my uh, sister's sweet 16 birthday party uh, when her friends decided it would be a great idea to play stiff as a feather, light as a board. Nope. In the, in the, in the, in the, well, oh, sorry. Light. Wait, no, you're right. No, stiff as a feather, light as a board. No, you're right? not no. Stiff, stiff as a board, light as a feather. Stiff as a feather. Okay. Is a feather stiff? Challenge right. accepted. All right, yeah. But this is why I had Jess come on with me, so she can <laughs> autocorrect everything. I said. They decide to play that game in the living room, and my sister absolutely refused. She didn't want to do it. She knew freaky stuff was going on in the house. Now, let me interrupt. How old were you at this point? Uh, my sister is 16, so I was probably about 10. Okay, and so you were around 10, this, around the, the time of the demon thing? You were about 10? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, keep going. And so they, the, these girls start playing this game, and you know, for anybody who doesn't know what it is, one, one person lays down, the other people kneel all around them, and they place... Um, they place their hands underneath are just two, two fingers. fingers. Two fingers. Yeah. Um, and they start, they start saying the chant 
And we're watching as this girl starts levitating off the ground in our living room. (laughs) And she gets, she gets probably six inches off the ground and just loses it. She starts screaming like crazy. And at this point I'm out, you know, 10 years old, I'm done. <laughs> I'll be shitting myself in the bathroom. Say, Thank you. I'm, I'm yeah. running back to my bedroom with shit running down my leg. <laughs> shit so, streams down my leg. So before you before you finish that part, I want to ask this, Jess. You're a skeptic. What do you say about this stuff? I don't know. Like I'm not one to call people a liar, <laughs> especially uh-huh. your husband. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. I've only had um, a handful of experiences of anything paranormal in my life. Whereas like Jason and his sister um, and his dad have had a ton of experiences. So I don't know if it's just some people are born more like aware of these things or if they're just lying. I don't like, I, I don't know. Like, um, but I had a couple experiences of my own at the house. And then I have a f- weird story my parents told about me when I was a kid. But other than that, I have never really had any experiences that were crazy like Jason has. Okay. I just wanted to see if you thought your husband was full of shit. It turns out you do. Okay. Um, so- sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, yes. All right. All right. Jason, keep going. All right. So they finally get this girl calmed down because she was – Levitating and freaking out. <laughs> she was yeah. Right? As Oops, one screwed. does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I guess they had played this game before and never had some, you know, it's just cool. You lift your friend off the floor and haha, you know, nothing to it. Well, they finally get her calmed down. She couldn't even talk. And once they got her settled down, she said that as she was lifting off the ground she came out of her body and looked down on her body and her head fell off <laughs> what and that, that's at the point where she started screaming she saw her head fall off and i don't know i don't know what to make of that that's messed up <laughs> well yeah well I, okay so that's the messed up not the fact that a person's <laughs> levitating like well, you were she, she exited her own body yeah, she yeah, saw no, herself right. her head chopped off if you tell me this girl lost her head a few years later i'm gonna shit myself <laughs> no i don't i don't know i, I don't know anything else about <laughs> she that. might have but for some reason there's always <laughs> for, the sake, for the sake of the story in this podcast we're gonna say yes yeah, she was decapitated later yeah. in okay. life yeah <laughs> gotta get those five star reviews that's right that's right <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, jeez. So I, man, I don't know what to do with any of that. I mean, I've got a, I've got a good friend that, like, I can deal with like ghosts and stuff. When you start getting into like the demonic, is when I'm just like, okay, yeah, like, that's when it freaks me yeah, out. Yeah, 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 so me too. The, like the ghosts, I'm like, whatever, man. But I, when yeah. you start bringing demons into it, I'm like, like that fucking freaks me out. Yeah, like, I, so. I am the same way. <laughs> I can do Casper. Yeah, I can do <laughs> old man. Old man Williams from the haunted amusement park. Like it's not really ghosts, just yeah, but guys. Like, I can do that. The goddamn divorce demon. I'm no. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Gerald. So, I have a demon. I have a demon story. Oh well, hit it. Go for so, it. So um, my best friend called me, um, probably uh, like six months ago or something, and she's like, "You got to hear this fucking crazy story." 
um, because she calls me every morning when we're dropping the kids off to school to gossip about everybody in our lives. She works uh, at a hospital. So <laughs> she works at a hospital, and uh, she's like, so she was telling me about her boss, who um, her ex-husband is schizophrenic, and every few years goes through like a mental breakdown. And so they're on decent terms. They have a couple kids together. And so every few years she's having to drive him to the mental hospital to get treatment. And so she's driving him to the hospital and he looks at her and he says, I know you're going to go into the house um, to get stuff for the kids. Don't go in the basement. I have a demon trapped in the corner in the downstairs bedroom. Oh, fuck. God damn it, man. So she was like, she was like all of his, um, like hallucinations, hallucinations are about demons or religious stuff, spiritual stuff, whatever. So she kind of was like, whatever, you're crazy. I'm taking you to a mental hospital. So anyway, she takes them, drops them off. He gets admitted this and that. She goes back to the house. Don't go in the goddamn basement. Don't go in the goddamn basement. Right, right. So she's cleaning up the house for him, getting some of her kids' stuff. um, And she was like, well, I'll do some laundry for him. And the laundry in the basement. No. So she walks into the basement and starts doing laundry. And then she said that all the hair on the back of her neck stands up. And she felt... Like somebody was there, um, and that like, and I'm at this point. She, my friend's telling me the story. I'm like, he fucking told you, <laughs> he told you not to go there. But so she, you know, all the hair on the back of her neck stands up, and then she starts hearing voices. Does it say buy my book? <laughs> <laughs> so it smelled like burnt green beans. <laughs> so she um for whatever reason she said she felt drawn to the bedroom oh that's what they want you to do so (laughs) she don't do it she goes to the bedroom oh no girl don't you go in there yeah she she said the moment she walked in it was like people were screaming in her head like voices and she couldn't really understand what they were saying. It was just voices in her head. And in the corner of the room, he had Bibles stacked from floor to ceiling in the corner. Oh, so he was trying he, to hold it in he with was Bibles. trying to hold the demon in with Bibles. So she like fucking got out of there, obviously. Yeah. And so her boss was like, well, what if he's not schizophrenic? What you know? Because she's like, I heard voices. Yeah. Yeah, that's my one demon story that I have. Well, that's one more than we needed. Oh, <laughs> thanks for coming on, guys, tonight, guys. So unreal. Unreal. So. God, I hate this episode. I'm going to dread this episode every fucking year now. Yeah, that's afraid of no ghost. Man, I just I've got a I mean I've got a, a friend who actually all three of us know him. I don't know if you guys know this story, but um, he was staying in a hotel. I think it was in Chicago and he woke up in the middle of the night and he opened his eyes and he saw something like a shadow Mm. in the corner. Mm -mm. No. And his wife corroborated this story. They were both there and they're both normal people. I mean, they're not crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, um, 
like they they just started feeling like that like kind of what you described Jason of like thick yeah like the air was thick or whatever and so they like literally just sat and prayed until it went away and it went away yeah yeah so I mean, it's just so fucked up man <laughs> I don't I mean I don't I don't know why growing up or anything we didn't I mean probably because all our crap we had dealt with with the church and my parents getting divorced and and all that stuff. Uh, Why well, we didn't think to pray in the house? It just we just never, never did. But I mean, when Jess and I moved into the house that we're in now, that's the first thing I did in every room because it's a hundred year old house. Yeah. I'm like, it looks haunted from the outside. Somebody's died here. Yeah. Oh, this is on top so, of Indian burial ground. I can almost guarantee you. Yeah. <laughs> so we're uh, growing up in that house. Um, we would, you know, sit in the living room and we'd watch movies and stuff. And um, you would start hearing footsteps going up and down that damn hallway. And um, every once in a while, out of the corner, it's always the corner of your eye. I don't. You would catch a oh, shadow yeah. coming out of the hallway. And so there was one time where, you know, at this point we're just kind of mocking joking around and stuff so we decided to put Fun fact, don't, don't do mock that. the demons <laughs> don't mock the demons well here's the deal is my my brother he's you know he was super skeptical so we had one of those gliding rocking chairs and we put it in the path of the hallway and we just continue watching the movie and then you hear the footsteps starting at the end of the hall and here it comes and you look over just in time and you see this little, this shadow on the wall and then the rocker started gliding oh, back and come forth. On. Good <laughs> night. God damn it. Please tell me that you guys burned this house to the ground on the way out. Oh no, it's still there. My stepdad still lives in it. What? <sighs> yeah. Does he, and, now does he, have you talked to him about any of this? Does he report any of this? Uh, we're not, connected oh okay i guess so much well, but, anymore but so it'd be a little weird to show up and be share. like so you guys got ghosts here still that'd be weird yeah well i, I mean i'll share some of his stories there but he's he was in vietnam tough as nails used to pull his old te- his own teeth in the shed like it's <laughs> just a because uh, it costs 50 dollars yeah, yeah, right. yeah. what's the episode of uh, <laughs> that's just parks and rec ron swanson pulls it off a teeth yeah, he had he taken was, out. He was that's totally right. That's just that's just practical advice. That. I see nothing wrong with it. Yeah. So I mean, he doesn't get scared of anything. But even he had some stories of this house. So one day I come home from school, and it's another one of those creepy feelings. This is middle of the day. Um, I walk in the house, and immediately, again, that that feeling like the air is super thick. And I walk over to the sink, and there's a, a bowl of cereal sitting on the counter. And I start walking down the hall to my bedroom, and I couldn't. Like, I I couldn't handle being in the house anymore. I almost couldn't breathe. And it just it felt so ridiculously creepy in there yeah. that I, I went next door. And as I'm walking next door to the neighbor, the neighbor comes out. And she said, did the cops find anything? And I'm like, what are you talking about? So my sister did, um, I think it was called co-op, where she would do half of the school day, and then she worked at the grocery store the other half of the day. And so she had already been home, 
And she gets home later in the day from work, and I'm asking her what happened. And she says that she came home from school right around lunchtime. She poured herself a bowl of cereal, and she started walking to her bedroom, which was in the back corner of the house. So she's walking down the hall. And my sister was, uh, like, into weightlifting and self-defense and and all this stuff. And she had a punching bag. My my dad had actually – installed a punching bag in her in her bedroom which was probably about uh three feet away from her closet door so she's walking down the hallway and she hears a loud knock in her bedroom and as she gets closer you could see through the doorway and her punching bag is moving around so much that it's bumping into her closet door And so she got freaked out. She thought... Is the ghost Mike Tyson? Did he die and we just don't know it? Fucking Sugar Ray Leonard. God damn it. So she she thought somebody's in this house with me and they're trying to hide. And so she ran back out, you know, left her bowl of cereal on the counter, which is what I saw when I got there, and um, locked the door, ran next door to the neighbor's house and called the cops. Jeez. And then the cops, the cops came over and searched the whole house. They didn't find anybody. There was no signs of forced entry anywhere in, in the house. Uh, they just, they couldn't find anything there. I mean, there was no open windows. It's not like somebody had ran to the bedroom, bumped into the punching bag and climbed out the window. I mean, you would have, you would have saw an open window. Right. Yeah. yeah. There was nobody hidden in the house. There was no signs that the house had been locked up before my sister got there. There was no signs that somebody broke in. Um, it was at this point that <laughs> my so neighbor. Exasperated. It's at this point that my neighbor decides to reveal some history on the house. Oh, <laughs> oh God damn gosh. it. <laughs> so as it turns out, the couple that lived there before the, us. Um, the woman was having an affair, ah. got, got caught by her husband in the back room and brought a gun and shot her, um, shot her, his, you know, wife or ex-wife in the leg to the point where she was paralyzed, oh, um, man. in, the, in that closet. She had actually fled into that closet to hide from him and, um, he, just started firing through the closet door and got her in the leg pretty good. I still don't know what happened to the the lover. Nobody's ever said. So I mean, I don't know if that guy died or he got out. Or if he got out, I, I just don't know. Um, Man. So Jeez. I mean, that that was. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just have, having her walk through there and that punching bag hitting that closet door and then finding out same day. I'm like 11 or 12 years old at this point. I don't even know why my neighbor would have told me that. <laughs> well, let me tell you, honey. They yeah. are going at it. <laughs> yeah. So um, I have I have kind of a related story. So, hold on, he's not done yet. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Do you have more? No, no, go ahead. Like interject. Like I've got lots of stories. So. <laughs> okay. That's great. Can we save it for like never? <laughs> no. Uh, so, in in our last house, and I don't even know if I've ever even told you guys this story, but oh, in Michael, our, God <laughs> man, in our in our last house that we lived in, the one was, you were renting, yeah, the one I was renting. Okay. Um, 
So we, we moved in and when we first got there after it, so my brother-in-law bought the house, he, he uh, flipped it and then we rented it for a couple of years. But after it was purchased, it was flipped and we were living in it. We, we got to meet the neighbors and they inform us that, um, that a man had died in the house and that his son had committed suicide in the back room. Neat. Oh man. So, um, and then also a, Hey, Jude. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pause for station identification. Hey, buddy. What you need, buddy? And friends are friends forever. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so funny. He's getting some chips. There he goes. All right, we're good. Well, I, I got I to gotta play the end of this. I'm, no, you I haven't prepared. <laughs> to live as friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Um, oh, that's funny. So my. Uh, okay. So they. So our neighbors inform us that this happened. Also, um, when we first got there, like within like the first six months, um, our neighbor across the street also hung themselves. Um, and then, uh, I think about a year later, somebody else also hung themselves, uh, in that same, in the exact same apartment across the street. Anyway, so we find out this, uh, my, my wife and I, and we're just like, all right, well, we're never talking about that ever. Um, and so my son, uh, oh, <laughs> was in, in the back room and, um, he came out and said that he saw a man swinging in the closet. Oh, oh no. no. Well, oh, that's fun. Yep. That's terrible, Michael. Yep. So I don't know what to do with that, but there was no man. in the Never closet. speak of it again. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Yep. God, I'm so. going to have to exercise my goddamn house. I need a priest. <laughs> I'm going to get a fucking yeah. priest to exercise my house tonight. <laughs> Why did Daniel stores have to move? <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know what to do with that other than, like, it's obviously we never told him that. And he never overheard us talking about it because it was never a thing that we would ever, t- we, like we said right in that moment, uh, we're never talking about this ever again until we move out of here. And sure enough, there it is. That's fantastic. Well, hmm. so. so, wait, you believe in Bigfoot, right? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is such a great response. Let's, Funny let's, story. Let's talk uh, about Bigfoot. Let me t- dad, let me guess. You fe- you saw him in your back bedroom. By Bigfoot. Wait, Wait you, whoa, whoa, say that again. My dad thinks he may have been attacked by Bigfoot <laughs> when he was in Kentucky. I love this. I mean, so uh, we need to get your dad down here and go squatch hunting. Yeah, because yeah. there's apparently there's. It's my, well, my dad, uh, he, my dad was just on our podcast for our Halloween episode, sharing stories of being in, the. Uh, he grew up, at, uh, he was a land surveyor for the mines, uh, in Western Kentucky. Okay. And ironically, um, he, I didn't even know this, but I guess Kentucky itself, especially the, the portion, the bluegrass area. Yeah. Um, um, the the Indians who originally land, lived there called it like the land of like death and blood and darkness, 
And that's where the Indians before... If anybody's been to Kentucky, that that checks out. (laughs) Well, I guess the Indians before, long before European settlers came over, that's where they fought all their wars and buried their dead. And so when they're doing all the land surveying for the mines and they're doing strip mines and digging up the land, they're constantly going through Indian burial grounds. Oh, that's so, that's probably not great. Not a great yeah, idea. So, I've seen so the Family dad, Guy episode where he finds the skull in his backyard. I know how that ends. <laughs> yeah, so my dad shared all kinds of stories about weird animals and stuff he had seen while you know growing up in Kentucky. Huh. But, so about the other side of the main highway that I'm, I'm I live like four or five miles off of the high, off of a highway. On the other side of that highway, there is a big forestry where people go and regularly hunt for for uh, Sasquatch. Um, they also have KKK meetings over there. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, sure mm-hmm. There's a yeah. history of a black so if, lady's grave. and like if, if Sasquatch can show up and kill all those dumb motherfuckers, I'd be pretty happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my dad shared a story about walking up on some sort of occult KKK thing, and that was probably the most terrifying story that he shared, in my opinion, because that stuff's real. Yeah, I was like, going to say, that's yeah. definitely that's real. that's literally people out there in <laughs> yes. the woods wearing white robes hanging out. I mean, it's no different than a serial – like, ser- serial killers exist, right? right. So, yeah. I mean, like, we can talk ghosts and stuff, and we can speculate, and some people see stuff and some people don't, but that stuff's messed up on a whole – Yeah, let's not level. talk about that either. Yeah. <laughs> we, got, yeah we got enough so, of that going I mean, on. <laughs> Don't listen to Matt. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> All right, so back to the house then. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I I turned sixteen or seventeen years old, and my brother, my older brother and sister, had moved out at this point. My mom and my stepdad. They had converted the family room into their bedroom, which the family room was right off the living room and right off the kitchen. It used to be, it used to open up and just all be one room. Right. Uh, and then they had closed it off and made a bedroom out of it. And they decided they were going to move into the back bedroom. And me being 16 asked if I could have the big room. And my mom let me have the pretty much the family room as my bedroom. So my bedroom throughout high school had its own fireplace. And <laughs> it's a shagging wagon. Chicks dig it. It was the biggest room in the house and couldn't get a girl to save my life, but I had a sweet room. Same. <laughs> and so um, that was probably a mistake because it just put me closer to the kitchen where all the noises were heard. Um. And so, I mean, it would, it would be late at night and I'd be up on my computer, um, you know, working on websites and jerking off myself. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for it. (laughs) I was waiting for it, actually. I wasn't going to say it. I'm glad you did something. You lob it up and I will swing away. (laughs) So... Regardless of the activities I was committing in the bedroom. Committing. <laughs> um, <laughs> committing. 
You're committing your teenage atrocities all over the carpet. Constantly violating he work- myself. He was just working his forearm muscles. Okay. <laughs> so, at any rate, I would have my back turned to the, to the kitchen. And I would start hearing noises. <laughs> This is where this goes downhill. <laughs> so the rest of the stories involve semen on some level. So. Oh, Hold it together. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. Did you ever? I think he's in the middle of a story. Are oh, you okay. in the middle oh, okay. of a story? Go ahead. Sorry. Jason. I'm trying to get it. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. All right. Okay, keep going. All right. So my back would be turned to the to the kitchen, and you could hear people in the kitchen. You could hear people talking. You could There was voices. I mean, you couldn't make out what they were saying, but they were having a clear conversation. Like, it was, it was very clear. Two people are in the other room. Two to four, maybe six people were in the other room talking. And you could start smelling all the smells of, you know, cigarettes. And just like when I was a kid. And you need to knock it off. (laughs) We couldn't make out the voices, but it sounded something like, Jesus, this guy will not stop touching himself. You watching this shit? God, his room looks like Spider-Man lives there. We're going to go haunt another house. This place doesn't fit to live in. He's tuning into a werewolf. Palms first. I'm actually dying. Poor poor Jason. He's just trying to tell a story. Oh, man. Uh, all right, so so uh, voices, yeah, voices. <laughs> I think we killed Jess. I think we killed her. staying in okay so voices yeah keep going anyway you'd hear all this activity going on in the kitchen and the moment that i turned around to make a step toward the kitchen it would all stop (sighs) immediately and i would turn back around and it would all start up again and i turned back around to and look toward the kitchen and it would all stop and man it got it got so it, I mean it got to the point where my stepdad he started hearing stuff he's in the kitchen and he'd get up in the morning he'd be all mad at me he's like how many how many friends did you have over last night and like, just, it's like just I was me just, and my mouse <laughs> <laughs> just Rosie Palms and her five sisters don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> 
Oh, and, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but here is what I'm wondering. Was it ghosts and demons, or was it the Holy Spirit keeping you from <laughs> masturbating? <laughs> I mean, patron saint of anti-masturbation. I'm sorry, that's a valid question, and we're going to need an answer. So. <laughs> I mean, I never thought about it until now, but... <laughs> I mean, so I guess my my question is actually, like, did you ever? I mean, did you get to the point where you got used to it and it didn't bother you, or was it always just like this freaks me the fuck out? No, we I did get used to it. Okay, and it was just it's just it, whatever. It's part of the house. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, it's just demons. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, fuck yeah. them. It's like the wallpaper. No yeah. problem. Yeah, fuck them. Am but, I right? <laughs> um, but around that time, I started to develop anxiety disorder. Hmm. And, um, that was, that was really bad. Um, we did a whole episode on my anxiety disorder. It was really, really bizarre and stuff. Um, but at various points I was on a cocktail of different SSRIs. I mean, you name it, I've probably taken it for some period of time, but, um, there was one time I walk into the house, um, I'm in the kitchen and I'm on the phone with my girlfriend and I'm standing there. We had this, I'm home alone and we have this big China hutch in the kitchen it's full of China dishes and yeah, China. <laughs> I just, I'm going to go out on a limb. I've never been there, but it's terracotta warriors go war. <laughs> It's just China yeah. and titty mags. That's all it's in it. <laughs> you got to hide them where it's, you gotta hide them where it's not as obvious. Yeah. Behind the China. Behind the China. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And so I'm on the phone and I start hearing footsteps coming down the hall. And I'm there by myself. And the footsteps are getting louder and louder. And um, – as the whatever it was got closer to the china hutch that I'm staring at as I'm talking on the phone, I could see all the dishes start to rattle. <sighs> like somebody was was walking by, and then my my girlfriend was like, "Who's over there with you? How many people do you have over?" And I was in the kitchen by myself, just what? standing. But she, she heard people over the phone, and she could hear somebody walking by, and that that really. For somebody who had anxiety disorder, that really set it off. <laughs> yeah. Pretty did, bad. Did you um, ever, like, say anything to the... I mean, did you ever... Try to communicate? Yeah, did you ever try to communicate, or would you just, like, shit yourself and retreat to your bedroom or whatever? Like, no, I didn't know what to communicate with, like, or who. How or... about get the fuck out of my house? Yeah, I don't, don't, I don't like know. That. I just... Could have gone never... with the power of Christ compels you. I've heard that works. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Oh, there was one time my dad, um, this was after I had met Jess, and um, are you guys still there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, I thought I heard it cut out. Um, <clears throat> and so my dad was there, and he was <laughs> he was working on the computer, which was had a virus of some sort, you know. He was trying to... <laughs> yeah, I'll bet it did. <laughs> I wonder where that could have come from. No idea where that pop-up came up from, Dad. <laughs> Uh, so uh, uh, no he's he's in there fixing the computer Jess and I went for a walk and 
we come back from the walk and my dad was gone, but he had taken the computer all apart. So it's just sitting in pieces in my bedroom floor. And I'm like, what in the world happened here? And my stepdad was also home at the time, but he was out in the shed uh, working on stuff. Um, so my dad was in the house all by himself and he hears the back door open. He hears somebody walk in. They drop their keys on the kitchen table. And my dad looks through the, the doors to my bedroom were mm-hmm. bifold doors. Mm-hmm. And he kind of looks out and he's, he sees somebody walk past the doors. They were open a crack. He sees somebody walk past the doors and down into the hallway. And he's thinking, well, Jeannie's home, like my, my mom's home. So she just got home from work. I better let her know that I'm in the house. And so he goes down the hall to just let her know that he's there and nobody was, nobody was in the house. And he went and out into the shed and told Bernie, he's like, is Jeannie home? And he's like, no, she doesn't get home from work for another hour. Nobody, nobody was in that house with him, but he distinctly heard the doors open Keys drop on the table, footsteps. He's not, he's not, it sounded like somebody was just getting home from work. Jeez. Ugh. And so, yeah, he hightailed it out of there. Um, yeah, man. And my anxiety had, had gotten to a point. It was, it was getting worse and worse. I had developed uh, insomnia there for a short bit. And <laughs> I saw I saw a therapist and I was trying to explain. No, I I hear all these voices and I can't. Oh, shit. Hear them. Yeah. <laughs> it just went downhill from there. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah. Um. So I guess uh, a short time later, I had moved out. I moved in with my dad, and we um, Jess and I had returned to the house to get um, the rest of my stuff. And that's when Jess experienced something. <laughs> so Jason was driving a what was 1980? 1989 Jeep Grand Wagoneer. I spent all my graduation money on it. <laughs> it was a solid investment. It's a great, great, great life choice. Yeah, wood paneling on the sides. Nice. We named it Morning Wood. Of course. <laughs> but anyway, so he pulls the Jeep up and he backs it up to the the back door because he had some stuff he needed to load in it to take with him. And he gets up and he gets in the house and I was sitting in the Jeep still. I'm not sure why, but I was just sitting there. So he was already in the house and then I get up and I start walking, walking towards the house and I heard his mom say his name like Jason and then I heard the voice say, we missed you. <gasps> Dude. And I, what? so I, I walked in the house and I'm thinking it's his mom. So I walk in the house and I said, where's, where's your mom? And he's like, my mom's not here. <sighs> and then I turn, I immediately turned around and walked back out. Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't hear anything. And, and I was already in the house. And I didn't say anything to him until we left because it freaked me the fuck out. Because I had never experienced anything like that. And then I experienced that again a second time when um, we were over there for a family thing. And um, I was sitting on the step outside the back door. Um, 
outside with the rest of the family. My back was turned to the back door. And I kept hearing a voice from inside the house say, is Amy here? Is Amy home? And um, it kept repeating itself. And then I told Jason I need to leave. And his sister, Jason's sister's name is Amy. So, so those were my my two things. I heard voices, you know, those two instances where I heard voices. And um, how, there was how, another time. <laughs> how the fuck do you explain that? I did not like you knew don't. their names, whatever. It yeah, was. it was it was freaky because it was like I heard their names, and it's the voice sounded like their mom's voice, which is really weird. That it, I don't know if it was mimicking a voice or yeah. or what, but it was. Yeah, demons will do that. That's what yeah. I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my stepdad, who nothing. Uh, this is probably the last one. I got lots of stories, but. I know no, we're going long. So my stepdad, um, I mean, at this point, we had told my mom. My mom never. To this, to this day denies. She denies that the house is even She never experienced anything. Huh. But at this point, we had told her so many stories that she was getting freaked out. She's like, damn. Your, bro- your brother, too. Your yeah. brother doesn't think anything. Well, listen, this is where I was going earlier. My brother was the reason my computer had a virus on it and the keyboard was sticking. <laughs> <laughs> my brother was notorious for uh, having all the VHS tapes right at the point where the porn started, you know, the booby scenes. So at any given time, at any given time, you could pop in a VHS and boobs. I mean, just right off the bat. Boobies. <laughs> Never know when you're gonna need it. Yeah, no, I mean, well, and you it don't was, have to go looking for it if you're gonna was, need it. This was like Boner Jams 2007. <laughs> the problem was, is you knew that he specifically took the time to rewind it to a certain point. <laughs> That's just that's commitment, man. <laughs> just be kind, rewind. Is, yeah. <laughs> uh, that may be why he didn't hear. He was busy with other stuff. Um, I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Hi, Jason's brother. <laughs> no, his his brother thinks we're going to hell too. Oh so. well. well. Uh, no, he yes. Well, he won't make it first past the first three minutes of this yeah, episode. Yeah, no so. sweat. Yeah. <laughs> we should be fine. No so, sweat off our sacks. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. You're welcome. And so, um, uh, my stepdad, who it doesn't get scared by anything, he is Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson through and through. He's about ten years older than my mom. He, you know, been in the army, been in wars. Like he's, he's just a tough guy. Grew up on a farm his whole life. He, um, Trump humper, is I think what yeah. you guys say. Trump humper. Yeah. <laughs> is that the lingo? Sure. Most, yep. most likely. I, I think I just heard that for the first time uh, this week. I've never heard somebody call him <laughs> Trump humper, but yes. <laughs> so anyway, he. Um, we come over there one day, and him and my mom are telling us this story. Because my um, – uh, well, I guess – so, I mean, just to tell a story. He wakes up for work, and uh, my mom is on a – she was she had a CPAP machine. 
And so she's laying in bed next to him, CPAP machines going, and, you know, he quietly gets out of bed, doesn't want to wake her up or anything. And he goes to the bathroom and takes a piss and then walks out to the kitchen. And as it turns out, my mom was sitting at the kitchen table. And she said that my stepdad was as white as a ghost. And my mom had explained that she had been up for an hour already. Wow. And he was freaked out because there was no time. I mean – I mean, CPAP machine going, somebody's breathing in the bed next to him, he's sneaking out of bed, he takes a piss, and he gets into the kitchen, and my mom is fully dressed for work, and she's been sitting there for a while. Wow. He's like, he said, there, is, there is no way that she could have got out of the bed, got ready, got all of her makeup, her hair done, had coffee going, and been eating breakfast, sitting there at the table, reading the paper, and the time he took a piss. Jeez, <laughs> Pete. Yep. Well, I feel like that's a good closer, guys. Good lord. <laughs> Man, that's that's some crazy shit. It really is. It's insane. Yeah. And I, I you know, I it would be easy to discount one story. You know what I mean? Like easy to just say, eh, you know, it could be this. But for that much shit to happen, like it's pretty hard to discount that. Stuff. Yeah. And you know what I mean? The yeah. fact that it happened to multiple people. Too. Yes, right. That's the, that's the thing that confuses me yeah. because I'm in my friends, like, uh, you know, the best man at my wedding, we were, there was one time where, uh, I mean, our thing, it was mid nineties. We played street hockey and did the flying V and we might well, Re- our, our, our youngest son is named after him. Yeah. Like Rex. And so there was one time we're, we're standing in the front yard, the lots on a corner lot. And, um, he I goes inside. To your youngest son was named after Charlie from mighty ducks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was the mistake adam banks yeah um, freaking cake eater yeah he goes he goes into the bathroom and he he hears the back door open and somebody walks down the hall and he sees you know underneath the doorway something's blocking the light and he thinks it's my mom or my brother or sister so we're outside we can hear him talking in the bathroom it's summertime the bathroom window is open and he's in there talking. We're like, what is he doing? And he comes back out. He's like, nice joke, guys. And we're like, what are you talking about? He's like, who came in there? Who was in the house messing with me? And we're like, dude, we've been standing what? out here the whole time. Like, it, it just, all my friends had stories like that. Just just weird. Well, Rex, Rex all the time talks about um, at sleepovers, the bifold doors opening and closing on yeah. their own and glasses spinning on their own. Yeah. The, I mean, I mean, I don't know what to, I don't know what to make of the house. I mean, it's haunted. Let me yeah. Just, just FYI. Well, <laughs> it's fucking haunted. But, but the thing of it is, is I feel like that if I had to give a testimony to the police of what happened in that murder or not, even, I don't know if it was a murder, what happened in that, you know, domestic ass- assault. I bet I could pinpoint the details of where people were in the house based on the interaction, like based Jeez. on what I would hear at night. I guarantee you night before there was a get together of some sort, people, maybe he was getting introduced to her or whatnot. And then I would peg it that during the day, it was probably an afternoon delight. 
Uh, Sky rockets in flight. (laughs) (laughs) Where the husband comes home and finds her because most of the weird stuff didn't happen at night. Most of the weird stuff happened during the day. Interesting. It it happened midday. I mean, you'd you'd hear what sounded like a a party at nighttime, honestly. And then, yeah. Jeez. Outside of that, um, you know, my sister has a bunch of her own stories. My dad has a bunch of stories. I mean, oh, there was one time where (laughs) 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 there was one, there was one time where, um, we took your friend Jesse over there with us. Yeah. And she likes all this stuff. And we were, I was telling her all the stories and just freaking her out. And my um, mom and stepdad weren't home. I was like, hey, you want to go over to the house and see if we can hear anything? And she was all for it. And so we go into the living room. We're the only ones there. And uh, we sit down on the couch. And immediately something starts scratching underneath the love seat. Oh, no. On the other side of the room. And she's getting freaked out. And I'm just thinking, ah, oh, it's the cat. That's easy. And we heard it at some more and stuff. And it was getting louder. It was getting louder. Yeah, Jess, Jess was there too. I mean, something was scratching under, under that couch pretty good. And I had never heard anything like this before. So I'm like, yeah, this isn't, <laughs> this isn't the show, you know? <laughs> it's not what I'm used to. <laughs> you guys can do and, better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taunt no, better. No, I never taunted whatever was in there. <laughs> not going that far. Um, but I went over there. I was like, you guys, it's just a cat. And I lift up the couch, the edge of it, and there's no cat underneath there. And we left. Uh, you know, it's just it's a lot of little stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, so, like, you guys asked earlier if Jason had ever, like, said anything to the demons mm-hmm. yeah, or, yeah. or whatever. So, like, my parents have a weird story that they've told about me since I was a kid. And um, when I was really, I don't remember any of this. So this is just what my mom and my dad have told me. Um, When I was little, I had an imaginary friend and she, um, when my mom would ask me about her, I would say, it's the old lady that lives in my room. Mm. Oh, I talked, no. I, I would say like, I talked to the old lady in my room and my mom at first kind of just whatever, it's a imaginary friend until at night she would walk, you know, check on us kids before she went to bed and she would hear me talking to the old lady in my room. What? And, um, so my mom was like really freaked out by it. And my mom said one night she was walking through. Um, to check on us kids and I had a you know rocking chair in my room ghosts love rocking chairs yeah and the chair was moving and my mom said to the old lady she said I don't know who you are but please leave my daughter alone and then I never talked about her again wow See, Jason, that's all it takes is just to ask him to fucking leave your house. I guess, yeah, just uh, nicely. Just I leave. don't know who you are, but get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right. Yeah, my, I mean, my sister has, she's seen actual ghosts and stuff in the house, but she, uh, she is, she calls herself a seer. 
like she like she she sees dead people yeah i guess like all um, the time yeah all the time wow yeah and she had she had saw she had saw a ghost sitting in the living room of a military man one night after everybody else had gone to bed and um she she said she got that feeling you know she walks out of the bathroom she's headed into her bedroom and the back the hair stands up and she turns around and then sitting in the chair on the other side of the room is this person that she can see through and he's dressed in full military gear and she started uh the next morning she started explaining the guy what the guy looked like because my my mom and my stepdad were kind of teasing her like you're being ridiculous and she started describing him and my stepdad started to tear up because it fit the description of one of his buddies he had lost in combat so oh man yeah, and my sister's she's got all kinds His of sister's got a ton. She she worked in uh, um restoration work after fires and floods and cleaned up uh, after suicides and murders and things and she's you know, once the cops leave and collect their evidence and you're just left there in <laughs> in the room with all the blood and and dismembered flesh. spirits. Yeah, uh, she's she's got all kinds of just Jeez. crazy, creepy stories. All right, guys, we need to wrap. <laughs> <laughs> too, too much. Yeah, I've had enough. Man. That's not sleeping for the next yeah, week. I'm tapping out. Yeah. So let's let's um, t- thank you for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks, yeah, guys. This, was blast. this is all that we could have ever dreamed of. Yeah, thanks for letting me blow my load. <laughs> oh man, I'm very excited right now. Um, so can, so you both have podcasts that are that don't really. I mean, Jason, your podcast talks about this a little bit around this time yeah. of year. Um, tell us where to where to find you guys online. Jess, you as well. Tell us where people can find your good work. Yeah, we are on SoundCloud. That's where we host out of. But it's it's our podcast is available wherever podcasts are heard. But yeah, we like telling the ghost stories. So we did two episodes this year. Um, last week we interviewed a former Satanist um, who uh, his story. I honestly don't know if I believe it, but the stuff he talks about in there is just bizarre. From being involved in a child porn ring to all oh i mean it's it's really messed up and i i didn't let him go into detail of some of his grosser stuff either because uh, i just yeah. couldn't do um and then we just released an episode we had my dad on like i mentioned earlier and he he tells some more, more ghost stories and he tells one story in particular of a pastor friend who had a haunting and it is by far the best ghost story that I've ever like my dad told it to us as a kids and both my brother and I wrote it um, as writing contests like every time there was like a, an essay like all throughout grade school we'd write this story and get A's and it's awesome no just a great story so not your pastor's podcast and then we've been on your yep. podcast before yep I think I've, I was on last yep. year for the Halloween episode Yep, you told your story, and you guys both contributed to our Not Your Pastor's Pulpit, 
And that's right. just a segment of our show that we haven't done in a while because it's just a lot of fucking work. Um, <laughs> that's like the nicest way I could say that podcasting is a lot of work. Yeah, um, it yeah. is. Just lining everything up. Um, but um, yeah, it's a segment of our show where we have people come on and just no rules, no theology, no, no nothing, just your viewpoint on Jesus, what Jesus means to you. And it's it's open for everybody. The whole idea of, of that is to co- just collect different perspectives on who this person, Jesus, was through different eyes. Yeah. Um, regardless of, you know, if you if you can talk about Jesus. So, I mean, we've, we have had people submit to it before where they didn't mention Jesus, and that's kind of the whole idea is Jesus. <laughs> so we've had to turn some people away. It doesn't happen often, though. But there's probably 20 on there, and they're just they're short. They're five, ten-minute Jesus talks for lack of better yeah. phrasing. Mm-hmm. I enjoy them. They're really They're cool. Really, yeah. yeah. Very yeah. cool. And Jess, where are you? I am a co-host on outside the walls podcast with Brandon. Sylvester yeah. Shalom. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you can find us anywhere, but, um, I am on Twitter at Jess dunk three. And I don't really do anything on there, so have fun with that. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm recording an episode this week, and it should be out um, around Thanksgiving time. So Sweet. yeah, yeah, I just record what I think, and then Brandon makes it sound cool. So <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And you're both in the Pastors Pub now, so yeah, which yeah. is awesome, by the way. Thanks, man. Like that community is amazing. Like I'm, I'm so happy to be part of that. Yeah, we're we're super pumped to have you both. Um, it's yeah, it's pr- one of the, if not the best thing at, to come out of this podcast. Well, it's certainly not the podcast. It's not def- definitely not all the <laughs> dick jokes. Those are not, those are like second best. But the pastor's pub and then dick jokes. So, yeah. um, I had my sixteen-year-old self jerking off stories. Yeah. Yeah. so all right thank you guys so much for coming yeah, on the thanks, podcast yep. um yeah this was fun yeah, i feel i feel like even though we went an hour and 20 minutes i feel like it was not long enough yeah so it was great we will uh we'll have to continue the discussion in the pub yeah so. for sure all right thanks guys thank you both for coming on yep yeah thank you yeah bye now that you Tell us what you think. What you think. The five stars get red. They get red. The one star is dead. They're dead to us. Feedback. Boy, these uh, these drinks are kicking like a mule. (laughs) Brass monkey. Bad funky monkey. monkey. Intergalactic planetary. Girls, all we really want is girls. <laughs> all right. I don't know. At a time, I want girls to I do the laundry, rock. to do the dishes. Yeah, boy, that's that song is not song not exactly time. woke. Party. No. no. All right. No sleep till. No, that song is awesome. All right. Uh, three in West Philadelphia. Boy. No. no. <laughs> nope. God damn it, Michael. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Jesus Christ. Born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days. <laughs> chilling out, masking, relaxing, and shooting some b-ball outside of school. When a couple of God guys who were up to no good started making Can trouble in my neighborhood. Stop. Michael, stop. It's my white rapper voice. I would like to dedicate this first lick <laughs> to your mother. Fucker. Fucker. I saw a man with a tattoo on his big fat belly. It wiggled around like marmalade jelly. Took me a while to catch what it said. High Fidelity is one of my top five all-time favorite movies. Because I had to watch her. Shut the fuck up! God. Go. Yeah. Okay, I've got three five-star reviews. All right. From Cordy Lynn. Hey. hey, Cordy, Cordy Lynn, Lynn. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Fancy <laughs> meeting you, Court. It's called Fantastic. <laughs> a great podcast for those of us who may be struggling with our relationship with the church and its rules, but want to remain it's to have a good relationship with God. Fun, relaxed, but with strong, some strong ideas to get you thinking throughout your day. Love it. Thank Thanks, you. Court. Thank you. From B Fleming seventy six. From, from what? who? B Fleming seventy six. Oh, beef Fleming. And I was like, <laughs> like a beef Fleming? What is that? What? It's like a it's like a cow that jumps off cliffs. <laughs> beef Fleming. <laughs> I think we have our hashtag for the evening, gentlemen. Beef. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you said beef lemming. I, I that did. Could just that could be the uh, two. Well, the one and a half brass monkeys. Yeah. Uh, B Fleming seventy six hey, called Flem Flem digging the show. Um, great oh, referral man. from a friend. Love the banter insight. Also love the fact that you call that Jason Forrester for never listening to a podcast. Yeah. He's never even heard himself on our pod. By the way, he hates Tom Petty, and that's just un-American. Love Brad. All right. Oh, is that the the other guy from their I their podcast? It would be yes. Hi, Mister Fleming. Good luck with your podcast. Uh, this is called from a transplanted Hoosier sister by. This is. I'm pretty sure this is in Gaelic, so I'm going to butcher it. Anne Kalish Barra, I think. <laughs> pretty sure you butchered it. Pretty sure I did. Uh, thank you for reminding me what fellow Hoosiers sound like. I began listening to your podcast when I was living in Ireland for my master's, and I missed the familiarity of my dad's voice. If my dad possessed a raunchier sense of humor around his children, even as adults, I think he'd sound like you all. Aww. I have struggled with my faith for years. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> thank you? <laughs> Thanks. I love you. I have struggled with my uh, uh, I've struggled with my faith for years now, even coming out of the Disciples of Christ Church. Please know that the work you do is important and helps some of us remember to have a glimmer of hope and humanity during what feel on occasion like dark times. As a side note, you guys need proper Irish booze. Home brewers are good, are grand. However, nothing beats a cold pint of Smittics. Oh, I do like Smittix. And she put, the actually, pronunci- she put the pronunciation. No, I don't. Know. I know it's Smittix. It's Smittix. I know. ordered them. As, I actually yeah. just had one the other night at, a, at the Irish line in Bloomington. I haven't so. had Smittix in a while. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever it's had a, it. It's a proper Irish red. Yeah. It's nice. That's yep. awesome. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for Thank the you. Thanks that was for very the, great. Thank you. The review. That's awesome. I, yep. I needed that for my heart. I did too. It was good. We got a third one? No. That, that was three, Wait, Michael. Was well, it what was the middle one? I felt like two. Cordy Lynn. Wait, who was Be- the first one? Cordy Lynn. Beef Lemming was oh, yeah, the second beef one. Lemming. Oh, beef Lemming was the beef, second one. Beef Lemming was the second. <laughs> and okay. then the one I butchered was the third one. Yeah, so. All right, fair enough. Uh, we're, Thanks, up to, we're up to 298 stars. So. Hey. Hey. And friends are friends forever. Oh.
God damn it, Michael. Turn it down. Three, 300 gets... Uh, I don't know fucking nothing, bro. Yeah, if, you get, if you're the third... the 300th, we might send you something. We'll send maybe. you a... I don't know, something. Yeah, I don't know. Gotta leave words. Use panties. They like that in Japan. No, All actually, right. let's not do 300th because people will actually hold out. Give us your reviews. <laughs> 300 gets sending you a 300 gets thing. shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what? If you're what it number did you say we're at? 300 what? <laughs> we're at 298. Michael, it's 915. That hurts the most. God, if you've never seen Dirty Work, God, get right with it. the Lord. <laughs> Go watch it's it. So... Well, a lot of growing up to do, I'll tell you that. <laughs> we had a lot. Ridiculous. We're ridiculous. It is Norm MacDonald's <laughs> magnum opus. God, it's amazing. <laughs> that that scene alone. Oh, jeez. Have you been a prison? You know, wait, you guys are brothers? Yeah, it's a long story. My dad bowed his, his mom. mom. Well, okay, it's a short story. <laughs> You've got to see that dirty work. Find Don, it Don somewhere. Rickles in there. Oh, you have the personality Don of a Rickles dead moth. Great. Yeah, there you go, Tubby. Look at you. You look like a bucket, bucket of lard on, on a bad, bad day. day. <laughs> All right. Um, Why'd you go back to the zoo and stop bothering no, people? Top six. It's. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing because I called your friend a fat pig? All right. Number number six. Lynn at Swashbuckling. <laughs> Quote, as a teenager, I played the bagpipe. Look as me it. crying with laughter <laughs> at Pastor's Podcast. <laughs> Number five, David Sloss at Dave the Explorer. Hey, Dave. Another <laughs> another, another great interview on Pastor's Podcast, Epitode 141 with Jonathan Merritt. Another week where this old guy had trouble figuring out why they were laughing so hard at some of the hashtags. <laughs> at least they like my tweets. Sorry, hashtag Dave. finger mega. Hashtag meet the meat. <laughs> Was that our hashtag finger yeah, mega? Finger Jesus me. Christ. Finger <laughs> mega. <laughs> oh, man. Still funny. This podcast is like a giant turd. I flush it, it, flush it down and I try to forget it. it. I can't believe anybody that comes on this godforsaken shit show actually promotes this. <laughs> like Jonathan Merritt promoted it on his page, on his Twitter. Yeah, once and then he uh, listened to it. Yeah, I know, right? Then he deleted it immediately. <laughs> Number four, Susan Frazier at Frazier underscore RN. The problem, Greg RN. Uh, at Passes Podcast. <laughs> I miss Susan. That <laughs> Susan, I miss you in the pod. Little, you don't get a lot of Meet the Parents references. Uh, at Passes Podcast. Wait, your, last, your name is Gay Fokker. <laughs> I have nipples. Can you milk me? <laughs> that movie probably doesn't hold up. I haven't I seen it in about man. 10 years. I don't know. Robert Nino's pretty good in that. Yeah. Who? Robert De Niro. What did you say that you didn't say Robert De Niro? You said Robert De Nito or I said, I said Robert, uh, it's Magneto. Robert De Niro. That's Magneto. Magneto. <laughs> he's it's, the he's the lesser known brother. He's the, a goddamn blue shape shifter. <laughs> Robert Magneto. <laughs> That's the that's the one and a half brass monkeys talking. I think. <laughs> Robert Magneto. Oh God, he was so good in Taxi. All right, yeah. um, and in Hunger Games. Number three, 
<laughs> Number three again, Lynn at Swashbuckling. Okay, Pastors Podcast, real talk. When I played in a praise band as a kid, the worship leader found out I could play the penny whistle and insisted I play it in the service. Even as a 13-year-old, it felt cheesy and I hated it. Hashtag CCM Corner. Dude. She followed this up by playing it in mm-hmm. the pub. It live. was fantastic. It was amazing. It was fantastic. Number two, Brian P. Brian P. Dust at BP Dust. Hey, BP Dust. Uh, oh, P. Dust. My favorite. P. Dust? My ha- really? favorite at CM Alliance curse was always hearing someone yell, hashtag Judas Priest <laughs> at the top Priest. of their lungs. <laughs> <laughs> that Jesus. is the grossest sound effect ever. Judas Priest. Judas Priest, Priest Barber, they're Judas back. Priest Barber, they're back. It's, fed, it's poop again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he called the shit poop. <laughs> God. This is why we cannot do cocktail nights. nights are always a fucking mess. God. Because we can never stop at one cocktail. We made a huge mistake. We can never stop at one cocktail. I in like three minutes. We always have to push through for a second. God. All right. Number one. Space Force, fuck yeah. Saving the world from the motherfucking aliens. You dumb fuck! Laurel. Jesus, take the brass monkey out of my hand. I have to, Jesus is literally going to have to take the wheel for me to get home tonight. All right. Oh, I'm not talking over this bullshit. God damn it. Number one, Dan Burgess at DP Burgers and Fries. Faith Force. <laughs> oh, me washing dishes. Will you fucking stop? Me washing dishes during episode 141. Michael, name something you love the smell of. Turns on garbage disposal. Brad, asshole. Brad, I love the smell of asshole. Me, what? Oh, asphalt. Turns off garbage disposal. Ridiculous. Hey, Stu, you're red, Stu, motherfucker. I think, I think this is appropriate for right now. <laughs> yep. Brandon. Oh, man. All right. Wow. Laurel. I am lit. <laughs> well, they paid close attention and we wrote them all down. Well, some of them. We wrote some of them down. Love Shack. Love Shack. Hashtag. <laughs> Rock lobster. <laughs> Buy my book. <laughs> Buy my book. Get a bird, bird, bird. Bird is a word. I got a bird, bird, bird. Bird is a word. I got a bird, bird, bird. Bird is a word. I got me rocking in a rolling, rocking in a reeling. Buy my book, book, book. Hashtag for you. Hashtag are you in the grind room now? Hashtag Michigan. We're Canadian. Can't work Canadians. Canada's landfill. Canadia. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> stiff as a feather. 
Hashtag Gerald the Divorce Demon. <laughs> That's pretty good. I got him on retainer. <laughs> uh, hashtag Committing atrocities in my bedroom. <laughs> hashtag Palms First. <laughs> I think I've got that one too. <laughs> Hashtag just me and my mouse. <laughs> oh, bye, mate. Hashtag we named it Morningwood. <laughs> Hashtag the booby scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jason's bubby. Hashtag be kind, rewind. <laughs> and then Hashtag a league of dreams. <laughs> Oh man! Oh God! Oh man! Hold on a minute. Uh, Okay, so I've got uh, hashtag Jess and Jaken. Hashtag Jake and the Heretic. Hashtag you can hear you can't hear ghosts. Hashtag where Canada dumps all its all their trash. Hashtag divorce demon. Hashtag is a feather stiff. Hashtag teenage atrocities. It sounds like the best punk album ever. I'm just a teenage atrocity. Teenage atrocities. Hashtag palms first. Hashtag China and titty mags. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag hashtag the booby scenes hashtag freaking freaking cake eater it's a, it's a great mighty ducks reference yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> hashtag your dick is the piston Not exactly woke. Hashtag beef lemming. <laughs> and then hashtag Robert Magneto. <laughs> you looking at me? You looking at me? <laughs> oh my god. Alright. I got oh, beef lemming. Alright, I've got. Matt bought 3,000. <laughs> Rubbery sleeve. <laughs> Jess and Jake on Yoder. <laughs> the grind room. <laughs> where Canada dumps its trash. <laughs> Slugs and demons. <laughs> nice. Is, is a feather stiff. Uh, werewolf palms first. <laughs> uh, patron saint of anti-masturbation. Beef Lemming and Robert Magneto. Beef Lemming. 
man. Those There's, are some really good there ones. There are some we really good ones. can't use it, but I really love your dick as the piston. <laughs> I really love Beef Lemming, Robert I like Magneto. Beef Lemming or Robert Magneto or two of my Gerald favorites. the Divorce Team. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. There's so many good ones. And then Palms first. That's so great. Oh, Beef Lemming. <laughs> I hate to pass on Gerald the divorce. Yeah, demon, I know, but man, beef lemming is really beef good. lemming or Robert Magneto really that really rolls off it's the tongue. They're both really great. I vote <laughs> beef lemming. All right, let's do beef lemming. Some t-shirt ideas they have. Falls, oh my god, yes, of cows falling off oh cliffs. God, yes, just hurling themselves into the abyss. <laughs> the t-shirts write themselves. All right, if you've listened to this episode in its entirety, hit us up on social media with the hashtag, hashtag Beef Lemon. <laughs> I don't even know why we're here. Um, yeah, we're on Twitter, at Pastors Podcast. At Paul and him, Matt. Uh, whatever. At MJ Basinger. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast and Glorious Pastors on Instagram. Uh, so closing time, subscribe. I just, I just typed it out. <laughs> What beef? <laughs> Subscribe, rate, and review our, us on Apple Podcasts. It would it helps us get noticed. That's great. Yep. And you just gave you a couple hours of hot content. So, oh man, do well, us a favor. A couple hours of something. Yeah. Boy, those uh, those brass monkeys are kicking in real those hard. Those are not right to now. be fucked with. Support for this podcast comes from listeners like you. Support us on Patreon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Join the Pastors Pub. Get access to our spinoff podcast, New Book Group. Um, Pastors Community Church, Hymns of Reconstruction, Turd Talk, Pub Crawl, Special Music, Bias Around, and even help shape the content of the show. Patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast. So long, suckers. Check out the Twisty Sisters on their podcast feed. Just had Bojangles Appalachia on there. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so long, suckers. Oh, man. That was good. Yeah. Are, are, are you as smiling and satisfied as I am? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's a good one to come back on. Yeah. Welcome back, buddy. Thanks, man. It's good to be back. Yeah. I miss you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I can take it or leave it, but yeah. that's fine. That's fair. <laughs> Honestly, there's a lot of days where I can take or leave myself. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking beef lemming. I swear to God, if that's not a t-shirt at the third anniversary, yeah. you failed yeah. miserably. Everyone has ace. What is this shit? It's Lucas Allen. Is it? Yeah. Shower beers and power. Oh, that's right. Get in the pub, bitches. Yeah, that's yeah. a great song. I was thinking it was going to be two sets Your of Joneses re- redux. <laughs> but that don't mean you don't belong. If we love each other, we can see. So heartfelt. That we don't have to see eye to eye. Hopefully, we simply all agree. The mayonnaise is.
is perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> Bald Jesus right there. Like, Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>